Blog Talk Radio. I do my hair talk, check my name. Baby, how you feeling? Hair talk, check my name. Baby, how you feeling? Apologetically, Monica J. Now, anybody that's seen the flyer for this show is show the show is called Bare Naked. Why? Let's see. Because we got the all our dirty laundry, all the shit that's been bothering us. This is the show we are about to vent everything out. So if you feel if you're listening and you feel like you want to vent something out, we are drinking our wine, we burning our sage, we about to release some shit into the air. And literally, like the song, song said before, feeling good as hell, we about to feel good as hell at, at the end of this show, okay? We're not about to bring any of this along with us after this show. So, that being said, let's go on and dig on in it, right? Period. Right, so, right. the first one, right, welcome, welcome, welcome. So, the first one that I definitely want to mention is invites. We're going to just go ahead and dig right in, right? If an event happens, right, or dinner or whatever it is, and you're not invited to the dinner, to me, I feel it's hella tacky for you to call the person that organized it to ask them why you weren't invited. Now, am I wrong for that? I could be wrong. But to me, and as I, as what, two, three weeks ago, I turned 40. I never, ever had anybody call or reach out to me 
about not being invited to anything. But recently, that situation happened. So I was like, damn, that's tacky. Any, anybody have any thoughts? Gigi, I know you're there. Is that tacky or am I tripping? Well, this is the thing. Uh, a little tacky and a lot of immature. You know, I, I believe that we have uh, tackled this on Hot Worth Hot Topics. And if you are not invited to an event, remove yourself from whatever emotions that you're feeling because, you know, congratulations, a queen, Monica J, just turned 40. Hey, she's in the the righteous queen club now, no longer the princess. She's the queen here today. Uh, So I I think that their feelings get hurt because, um, like, okay, you're 40th. You wasn't invited because of so many reasons. It has nothing to do with uh, relationship. And if you weren't invited and you call the people, yeah, that's kind of on the like the ghetto side. Like, yo, you're having a barbecue. Can I, can I come? Yeah. So I'm gonna have to agree with you on 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 that one. So yeah. Yeah, and right. uh, I have experienced I, that so many times, and I don't think I were I was uh, tacky. I just think that I was just immature, not really realizing the big picture, and uh, again removing myself from it. It's not about me. There's a thousand other reasons why you know you weren't included. So it's about, uh, in my opinion, it's about. Uh, being immature. We have a caller online. They have little yes. input. Last four digits, yes. zero, five, one, four. Welcome to Unapologetically, Monica J. What do you say? Welcome. welcome. Do you have it's an intake on the, on the topic or are you sharing? Well, I just wanted to share an input about the topic or about what Please. you just mentioned. And first of all, for Happy belated 40th. Welcome to the 40s club, girl. How does it Thank to you. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> Happy belated. Um, so I think it came to your, your statement, not being invited. Um, maybe a little bit tacky, I would say. I, I would agree also with, um, with what Gigi said, a little bit of immaturity. But then again, you have to wonder, what's the level of the relationship? How deep is the relationship? So sometimes when people care about the relationship, they would reach out and try to discuss it and get some understanding. So I guess it would be depending per relationship. If you had an extended amount of time, then maybe somebody would be hurt. So it would depend per relationship. So tacky maybe depends. Immaturity depends. And the depth of the relationship. Okay. That's just my okay. You know what else? You know what else? This is Gigi. Uh, something that Liz said, it depends on the relationship. This, Hey, this is what you have to do. Do I see you in my call list of recent? Okay. And if I don't see your name in my call list of recent and I'm having this huge event, um, nine times out of ten, I don't think you're going to get an invite. It's like, That's who are you spending your time with? Preach, preach. Again, <laughs> I that say part. the depth of the relationship, though, because 
sometimes, you know, because a lot of us have children, a lot of us have busy lives, if we understand Correct. the depth of the relationship and we understand the, um, the amount of responsibility that each relationship or each individual life carries, I have a best friend that I know she's totally busy, but if I had a, a big event or something, I would definitely shoot her a call. I know that we don't talk every day, but if there's some huge event, like if I were to get married, she's definitely being invited. Regardless of yeah, the amount well, that's, of that's that wedding. Talking. That's like extended, 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 folks. It's not like an intimate celebration, like a 40th uh, celebration, and you're going off to another city. And you know what? Sometimes, look, we don't be in other people's pockets, but we know damn well they can't afford it. <laughs> so why am I inviting you? That that's that's one part. There's so many reasons. So we just touched on one. Well, GD, I always respect your point of view, but I always have my own opinion. <laughs> oh, but of course. You know, I just, that's, that, that's, that's what makes it so good. <laughs> but that's what I, I wanted just, to say. As just you know, going back and forth, it's just dialoguing with you guys. But that's my take on it, Monica. So that's cool. Yeah. Thank you for your Which input. Also, thank you, thank you, thank you. Which also kind of leads me into my next one that people have a huge issue. Let's say, for instance, um, someone falls out or has a disagreement over something, and obviously the relationship has slightly changed, right? So I feel like people should realize that and not expect the relationship to still be the same and how you guys move, you know what I mean? It's it's going to be different. Now, are we going to be cordial? Of course we're going to be cordial, but you can't expect for me to be the same person that I was before with you, if that makes sense. That makes a it lot does. of sense. So do you have an example for for you, Monica? Um, do I have an example? Uh, not really, but I'll I'll try to think of an example. Like, for instance, let's say, you know, hypothetically, you you and I live. Uh, maybe we, we disagreed on um, something and we kind of had a little argument. And it, instead of addressing it, well, no, we addressed the argument, but our relationship then changed, right? It's no longer like, okay, now I see where you come from. I see your point of view. And our point of view is clearly different. So it, it to me, makes my relationship with you slightly different because now I handle you differently. It Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. It does. So I think that when people, like, say, for instance, like, if people are friends, let's say, maybe, you know, three, four, five years, whatever, you guys gone through some stuff, but then you guys have something that happens within your relationship that shifts the relationship. I think that sometimes people feel like it, after that shift has changed, even though you guys talked about it, it's supposed to, like, snap back into what you guys were before. And to me, that's, like, that's not realistic because something has happened to change the relationship. Right. Mm-hmm. I have a Gigi story. I'm going to tell you. Okay. Uh, I have some recent stuff, but I really don't want to get into it right now. But I could share okay. uh, this with you all. Uh, about in the 90s, back in the day in the 90s, right? So <laughs> I I used to run with a whole group of people, you know, like the Hot Words crew and whatnot. We used to have our little pop-up Why Nots. You know, and all that such thing. And it started with uh, SAB. And we used to hang around a lot. And then I met someone. And they 
Virgo, and they don't like to be around a lot of people. And because uh, I was thought I was in love, I didn't hang around my friends as much as I did. So this thing went on for a year, and we was I was in this relationship for a year, and I wasn't really hanging around my friends like I used to. And by the time this thing was over, my friends, each it's like each and every one is like five different people. We maintained friends, but it wasn't the same, and, and it would it never got back the same because I chose uh, the person that I was with over my friends. And I can tell you, after that, I said I would never choose a relationship over my friend, and that's what I started living by, and it has been paying off to this day. And I know sometimes uh, when you have a discord, it's going to feel some kind of way. You know, I have several, several stories. I am Gigi the storyteller with so many. And, you know, I had one recently with a relative, and I asked them a question, and they felt some kind of way. And now every time they see me, they're different. They They don't come at me the same way. We don't have that same rapport. I barely get a, a hello Auntie Gigi. It'll be something like that. So Monica, it, I may, of, I, may I ask? Yeah, go ahead. Uh, yeah. Monica, did this did this scenario that you uh you just explained, did this happen to anybody close to you recently? Well a lot of things that have I'm going to air or going to be discussing this this um show is either related to something that I've gone through or that has indirectly happened to someone that I know. But, you know, I don't know who's listening to the show, and I'm not guaranteeing to put nobody's business down the street. But uh, with the last situation about the friendship. But if it happens, if it happens, it happened. And the best that we can do here on Hot Words, Hot Topics is not mention your name. And if you happen right. to be I'm not mentioning anybody's name. But it did happen to exactly. me, though. The okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. Yes, definitely. Okay. Did you what, have a story you want to share? For me? Yeah. Uh, not, not at the moment. Not I have a lot. Good enough. Not at the moment. I'll just have a. Okay. An input on whatever you want to discuss more, but not at the moment. Okay. Well, you are listening to Unapologetic Monica J, and we are clearing the air on everything that's bothering us while we're drinking wine and burning our stage. But we're going to just listen to a little bit of music and going to, you know, continue with the juicy conversation. Peace. 
Monica J. And we just clearing the air, just drinking some wine, burning some sage, letting some shit out in the air so we can just be done with some shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think, let me just say this real quick, right? As women, we just hold on to so much shit. And we just, you know, it, it, it affects us and we don't release it. And nine times out of ten, we might not have anybody to talk to about it or we might not want to air our, our shit, you know on wherever, you know, or we might not have going, currently going through therapy. So we just hold on to all this stuff and it starts affecting us. So I just wanted to make sure that I did a show to just release the air from everything that I've been dealing with since January to now and just let go of that shit. So that's what this show is basically kind of about. So I know we touched on not getting invites and friends change, you know, if, if your, your friendship changes. So now let's go ahead into airing your dirty laundry on social media. Now, for me, it's a hard no, like for me. I'm, I'm going to go ahead and discuss it with someone else or vent to my spouse or just shit, talk in the mirror and just vent that shit out. But to me, I feel like it is, not anybody's business to to put all your dirty laundry and things that you're going through on social media, on Facebook, TikTok, Instagram, whatever. They, you know, I said Facebook, but anyways, it, I think it's just it's something that you shouldn't do. I, I don't know at what point in life that that switched, where I feel like everybody thinks that it's okay to be like, oh, well, I'm gonna tell my life story on social media. Now, is this something that you're going through in regards to? Um, you need prayers, I guess, maybe, or, or stuff like that, then yes, but it's just like, you don't just go and be like, well, I'm going through it with my spouse, so at that person, like, really? Because now it's like you involving everybody on social media into your relationship, into whatever is going on with you, but then you have an attitude when people were not checking on you or if they're putting comments about your relationship or what they feel like they should do, like to me, I don't, I don't know. It's a hard no for me. I, I, what do you guys, you guys think? Do you think that it's okay for people to 
air their dirty laundry on social media? This is Gigi, the storyteller. Um, what I think doesn't matter, but I can tell you that I don't care for when couples air their stuff out there. I'm totally against that. Um, I used to come out and be very immature in the early days in 2012, 13. I would say some stuff on Facebook because I was angry because I was going through something. I was just coming out of Christianity, so I was angry at everybody. So everybody was getting it. And then I went through a period to where I'm not going to do that. I even had somebody who did me dirty, dirty, dirty as dirty. And when it was all said and done, they begged me, please, Gigi, don't put it. Please don't post it on Facebook because at the time I was because I didn't, I didn't know any better. And, again, I, immature and, and letting my anger get the best of me. And I do believe we need to uh, whew, take a step back. Yeah. Honey, because everybody don't need to need to know that that's not what social media was uh, designed for. However, recently, right. since we airing shit here, hey. I, I did that. I aired something, but I took some steps back, and I was like, "Do you want? You're gonna make this public?" And I was like, hell freaking yeah. I think I was at So let me ask you a question. Sorry. Yes. So in you airing that out, were you officially done with that person after that post? Oh, yeah. See, that's when I feel like it's kind of somewhat okay because it's like I'm done with this person. So I just want y'all to know why I'm done with this person. I feel like. I don't know. Oh, I yeah, and I, and, and I need like a, everybody a, um, to know while I'm done with this person because right, this person right. came into my space, come around my people, and do something dirty as dastardly. Yeah. Right. I, I took right. some steps back. I didn't I didn't operate on anger. I was hurt. You know, yeah, and I, I, I couldn't I, believe. I totally understand that. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, I totally understand, but I just feel like sometimes. But one, Aaron, okay, stuff, well, for no, me, it's nobody's business about business, you know other yeah. stuff, relationships and all that. You know what can they yeah, do for about me? I'm just, and I, yeah. for me, I'm, I I I healed that moment and I was better and I'm good and I'm cool. I don't have no anger over this person. I don't wish them no harm. Many people wanted me to do certain things. Yeah. And I could have, but I said, I don't want any of that. You know, I, I did what yeah. I needed to do for my peace, so I don't have to keep talking about it. And, honey, it was good for me, so. Yeah. I just feel like, to me, I'm like, if I if I am, I guess, completely done with the person and I'm just, like, wanting to air it, I, to me, I probably would maybe post it on my, social, my um, Insta story because I know within 24 hours it's going to be gone, you know, it's even though, like, people can screen record, but in my eyes, it's like, oh, it's, it's, it's done, you know, but I feel like a lot of people that do air on social media, it's like, if you're not done with that person and you're still dealing with it, it's like, to me, it's like, you kind of look dumb because what was the purpose of it? I like, know, and I and I have you know seen I mean? like, that. Oh, I've seen that so many times to where they put it out there, and then they still yeah. deal with the person. 
Right. Because it's like at the end of the day, it's like you crying and you venting, I guess, having your moments of vent about how this person ain't shit. But then you still dealing with the person. So it's just like, I'm confused, man. Like, what is the problem? Like, I'm confused, sir. Like, what, what, what is this about? Like, because now you're involving me into your relationship or whatever's going on with you. And now you'd be mad if I say, well, leave that bitch. Like, you know what I mean? I have an ongoing uh, feud on uh, one of them housewife shows in D.C. about a post that was made five years ago. And they be going all in on that stuff. And then uh, I, uh, it's maybe the cheating didn't happen, but because people commented on it, it fueled the fire. It got more and more and outrageous. And people love drama, you know. So right. I think people like that are some, because I wasn't trying to get attention. I was just angry. And I'm posting, I'm saying what the hell I want to. But uh, I have matured. <laughs> Go ahead, girl. Um, Liz? I think I'm, I'm here. I just feel like when it pertains to personal matters, especially matters of the heart or, you know, how deep the relationship may be, again, whether it's sisters, siblings, romantic, a lot of those things need to be kept in private, regardless of how much anger you have. That's where you have to control your anger because whatever you might put out there can come and bite you in the butt later on. That part. So, so I think you that just part. always oh, have definitely. to be regardless of, regardless of how the other person has made you feel. Because trust me, I've been wanting to say some things a long, long time ago, but I don't say it because I know the truth. That person knows their truth, but I just leave it at it as it is. There are certain things that, you know, as the three of us have discussed many times before on the other shows, I don't go way deep into it. I just go in the surfacey stuff. But when it comes down to on private conversations, I have said certain things. So I think that we have to always be very careful because what you put out there in social media, it's not 30 years ago type of technology. This is where it evolved a lot. Things will come be around and things will come and bite you in the butt. That's, That's how I feel. Now, I'm going to have to take a deep breath. Because this is the next comment. I already know I'm going to get slack on this one. And I don't really give a shit. You know what I'm saying? Because this is my motherfucking show. <laughs> Period. <laughs> so, this next one is I am tired of giving white women a pass. Your tears no longer work. Like, I'm really over it. I'm tired. Like, all these new Karens. Like, I'm going to call your bluff. I recently was looking at a TikTok. A Caucasian lady walked out of her, her car and spit on, I guess, the person that was videoing because she was in a parking, like, in a yellow zone in front of the white lady was parked in a yellow zone in front of her house. The other lady that was parked in front of her was parked in the yellow a little bit, but she lived across the street. So the, the lady that jumped out of her car was basically saying, like, You're, you don't have no right to park in front of my house. So she got in her face and spit on her. And then the girl was like, wait a minute, you need to back up. And she pushed her and she fell to the ground. So then the lady wants to call the cop on the other girl and crying and doing all this other stuff. Like, you touched me, you get off. But, ma'am, you got out the car and spit on her. Like, did we forget about that? So all this boy to cry wolf, like, you're, you know, you're, you're using you 
being privileged to your advantage. Like, I'm done with that. Like, I'm so over it. It doesn't work no more. Like, I, I don't know how anyone else feels about it, but I'm definitely done. Like, I'm done. Because I feel like they're, like, on a movie set, and you'd be like, oh, okay, and cute. And then they start crying. I'm like, what the? <laughs> like, this is a trip. How fast people can cry. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's yeah. not about the tears because I'm, I'm sensitive as shit. But at least they're, they're, they're genuine tears when I'm crying. You know what I mean? Because I'm feeling a certain kind of way. People just can cry at the drop of a dime because they feel, like, entitled. I don't, I don't know what it is. I don't. I don't know what it is, but I'm over it. I'm over it. Well, some Any people thought? feel they know they could get away with it, so that's part of it. And um, this is Gigi, the storyteller, and some of it, in my opinion, is is set up, you know, because it's just maybe it's too much. I know people, you know, you have your racism and your prejudices and whatever, and you got your Karens and your Becky in Ohio, you know, uh, all these right. folks and by it constantly being videotaped, I'm like, well, who's videotaping this stuff? Uh, the person that got spat upon at that point, Karen committed battery. There, there's ways to handle situations like that without it becoming a black versus white thing. And um, right. so that's my opinion on that one here on Hot Wheels yeah. Hot Topics. Right, I'm just, I'm just done. So let, let's just woo-saw real quick. Uh, you're listening to Other College Jackie Monica Day, and we're going to listen to it, a little music, and we're going to come back with some more. Drumming my pain with his fingers, singing my life with his words, killing me softly with his song.
Welcome, welcome back. This is unapologetically Monica J. Hopefully, you know, this is not rustling any feathers, but if it is, then that means I'm starting conversations, which means I'm doing a good job, <laughs> basically. So anyway, if you guys are tuning in, we, we you know, un- unpacked a lot of shit so far, getting all, things off of our chest, drinking our wine, and just getting it out in the atmosphere so that we can be cleansed of everything that's bothering us, right? So my next one that I want to discuss is IG girls that are, in quotations, building their bodies in the gym, but really buying their bodies, and then coming back on Instagram and charging you for meal plans and training um, services, but they bought their body. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't understand. Just be honest. If you built, if you bought your body, and you're trying to make sure people look like you, like, just be honest about it. Because now I'm trying to achieve something that's not even realistic. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not realistic because you bought your body. I just need, you know, somebody to be honest about it. Like, I really need the people that really built their body to be charging for it. That's my, my point of view, my, my, my views, my thoughts. I'm just saying. Stop scamming these people, Okay. Is Michael? Is he here? Oh, here. Nobody got anything to say about that. So I guess I'm gonna just keep on. Well, surprisingly, <laughs> you, you mentioned that I'll because it. it's a lot of that going on. Liz, you go first. Um, I okay. thought Liz was gonna say something. I'm having dinner. I I was, but I was just okay. So uh, we have Lisa Michelle Garrett online, and it's just funny how Monica J, unapologetically Monica J, bearing everything today because that is what's going on. We as women, we should be supporting everyone, right? We should support each other, especially in these times. But I do believe that LMG have a story about these women that – sell the meal plans. 
because you just recently told me about one, LMG. Yes, this is LMG, Lisa Michelle Garrison. Welcome. Thank you. Oh, and before I tell my story, happy okay. belated 40th birthday, Thank you. Thank you. Yes. So my story is I um, I know a lady, well, a whole bunch of them, but this one particular one, she had a weight loss surgery, okay, and, you know, I'm all trying to eat right and do keto and all these things, and she had some really nice meal plan and everything, and I asked her about it, and she wanted to charge me $50 for that, and I had been, like, knowing her online for quite some time. I wouldn't didn't just show up, you know, like brand new, say, oh, yeah, well, what did you do, you know? She was going to charge me $50 for it, and I said, uh, no. I told her, well, thank you anyway, you know, because I can get that information online for free. I just thought she might want to tell it because anybody that I know, I haven't had weight loss surgery, but I had lost weight, you know, last year. And I, I will tell anybody, oh, I'm, I'm eating uh, keto. I'm not real strict on it. Everything is uh, great. Anything that you want to know from me, I'm going to tell you why charge for some health information that could benefit someone else. What is that about? Hmm? It's about being thirsty. It's about being greedy. That's what it's about. You know, everybody trying to earn some coins these days. They selling everything. Then You know, they're not giving anything freely. And something like this in health and nutrition uh, definitely it should be something that's shared. And then the trickery of it all is the fact that they did it by way of working out, working out, working out, but then they try to sell you a bag of goods like, oh, I drank this. This is how I became like this. They be lying. Or you got those people right. who have that surgery, and they know they had that surgery. They don't ever want to tell anybody, but they're trying to sell some product to you. And I think that's just crap. That's what I think. It is crap. I mean, I agree. I just feel like, you know, everybody's story can help somebody, right? So if you got if you got a BBL or body, you know, the lap band or whatever it is, you still have to maintain to keep that body. So the group right. of people that got the surgery, they can use benefit by you. You know what I mean? So, but the people that are, are trying to now, they're looking at you. And they're like, oh, well, her body looks like that's from working out. Now you're you're scamming them because that's not being realistic. Help the people that can benefit from that. People that got surgery like you and need to help maintain. People that are really trying to go to the gym and work out and that, you know, they either was a, a little bit heavier or whatever and they actually naturally lost the weight. They can benefit by the people, you know, that are struggling and doing that, like, it's just like there's no reason these days to lie about it because there's always going to be someone that can benefit from whatever journey you went through. That's all I'm saying. Like, you know. Yeah. We know. True. We know. It, this is unapologetically it, Monica J. If you have a gripe, all you have to do is call 563-999-3742. Press 1. Something you want to get off your chest today? We got about a little less than 20 minutes and we're going to move on our way. But this is great. I got my little glass tipped. It's fun tonight here on this fourth Tuesday. 
and it's good to air it out, things that's griping you, and I absolutely feel just a little bit better discussing about, you know, airing shit on social media, so... I don't feel guilty about it at all, so I feel good. Thank you, Monica J., for this episode. Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. So the next one, I just feel like people should stop worrying about someone else's front door. Worry about the shit that you bother and deal with, you know what I mean? Stop worrying about how much time someone's spending with someone else or how much time they're not, or if they're not ever around. Like, that has nothing to do with you. It it, it does not concern you. You know what I mean? And I feel like when you're worried about everything but what you need to be worried with, that's when you get, you're you're aging yourself a little bit more because you're getting a little bit more gray hair. You you, you know what I'm saying? You're getting bags under your eyes. You're probably losing sleep because you're worrying about what I'm doing instead of worrying about you doing. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm just saying, like, you don't need to be concerned with what I'm doing, what I'm not doing, whose life I'm do- doing with, with, or who I'm hanging out with, who I'm not hanging around. Girl, worry about yourself. <laughs> get a life. Get a life. Get a life, young. Get a life, folks. Get a life. Worry old about folks, young folks, Get a life. Because if you had stuff that you was doing, you could you wouldn't have enough time in your day to be worried about me. I'm just saying. I'm just I'm just throwing it out there. That's true. That's true. That's true. That's been going on for so long. You got the people in the church house looking at everybody about what sister so-and-so doing, what brother so-and-so doing. You got people in the workhouse at the workstation. They looking at so-and-so, looking at this one, always watching, watching, watching. You know, I had somebody constantly watching me to see if I'm going to, be at my post and just being all kinds of nosy and just, you know what else I hate? I hate tattletelling people. You know what I mean? Period. Just being right. some tattletale. Right. All those, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, at this point, do, you, uh, do I need to start passing out hobbies or TV show series that you can catch up <laughs> on? Like, so that you play, don't so be bothered about what I'm doing. Like, let me give you a hobby. Why don't you go Nick? Like, <laughs> I'm just saying, like, <laughs> They could catch Bel Air. No hobbies. Okay, I'm passing no hobbies. Okay, passing they no need hobbies. something to do. I'm passing yeah. no hobbies out here. You get a hobby. You get a hobby. <laughs> I got an extensive uh, watch later list on YouTube. I have no time for anyone else. I really don't. That part. That's, that that's part. My thing. I'm, I'm. I'm just saying because you know <laughs> there's no reason for people to be overly concerned on things that are not shared on Instagram or social media that are have, have nothing to do with anybody else, but they overly concerned about it. <laughs> it's like... Just busy by I mean, people I'm, I'm like, have nothing going on for themselves, basically. I'm like, I'm not only going to smoke cigarettes, but I, I need a cigarette. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> or a blunt. I'm like, I need a cigarette. You're stressing me out from... From you being stressed about what I'm not doing. <laughs> I mean, at some point, you know, it's like you got to laugh about it to let it go because it's sad. It's really sad. You know what I mean? It's just sad. Anybody else want to share anything? Not on that one. Um, 
LMG, I don't know if you want to, you had one more to get into another gripe before we touch down on um, vulnerability. vulnerability. Yeah. Yes. Well, you all don't know this, but uh, Gigi and I haven't shared a whole bunch of our personal life on social media because we've done it already. And, you know, she said, you know what? I'm not going to be sharing all the ins and outs and I don't went here, I don't went there. And we're not blogging because Monica J has an actual vlog <laughs> that she does. That's when you share that kind of stuff. But I'm not going to be play-by-play posted, oh, we went to the bowling alley. Oh, we we went here. We went to the park and we grilled hamburgers. You don't need to know where I am because you can check some people's account and you know exactly where they are. If they're not home, you can find them on their page, and they doing a live, or they got some posts about where they going and how much money they spent, and they new clothes and all this old stuff. You're not vlogging; you're just oversharing, and it's just I'm 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 sick of it. So I've just been posting <laughs> things about my show, my new show on Hot Words, Hot Topics, Artist to Artist, and I've been sharing um, information on other people's shows and and just promoting other artists and doing things like that, and Keeping to myself. <laughs> and I love that's it. That's good, keeping to myself. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's my new thing. You know, that's my new thing to keep it to myself. Um, it was fun for me while it lasted, but at this point in time, and then I've learned that even in the good, even when you're sharing good stuff, because I know I used to share it so people could see that no matter how bad life is, because life be fucked up. You know, you can have a day mm-hmm. to where you want to go to the beach and just chill. You know, because people know I put it out there, you know, living with depression, but I'm not letting that girl take control over me. That's a lie. So, yeah, so mm-hmm. I'm out and about so people could see that it's possible, that you can go and go on hikes, that you can go out of town and just, you know, be with you and, and by yourself, and, and, and it's okay. So, but lately, nah. You know, we've we've been to several places in the past, uh, shit, several months since, like, last October, but nobody knows. We got a whole bunch of stuff in our phone, and we'll go back and look at it and be like, oh, look at you, you went bowling, you went to gutter ball. <laughs> but I'm, I'm, I'm kind of overdone with social media. Again, like, uh, Lisa Michelle, if it's not about – Hot words, hot topics, and other creative artists, and what they're doing out there, and poetry, and hip hop, and um, small business owners, and I'm kind of yeah. done. I'm, I'm ready for us to truly network together and be real because we don't really have time for all this bad drama and the okie doke, you know. So everybody trying no. to get their coins together, get their little bags up. So uh, especially we as a people that we're not in that one percent. So we need to all work together. So I did want to put that out there right now here on Hot Words, Hot Topics. So okay. that part. For real. That part. So been chatting, enjoying ourselves. We're going to segue into, I think, our last little song, and then we're going to dig a little bit into being vulnerable. And then, you know, yeah, we're going to get into that, that song. How about... Uh, these words from 
Brene oh, Brown. Yes. In her second book, The Catch yes. Me Affection, Brene says, we need to look before we take the vulnerability leap and choose carefully who we open up to. So I love in Gifts of Imperfection where you say, if we share a shame story with the wrong person, they can easily become one more piece of flying debris, so well said, in an already dangerous storm. We want solid connection in a situation like this, something akin to a sturdy tree firmly planted in the ground. We definitely want to avoid the following. The friend who hears the story and actually feels shame for you, she gasps and confirms how horrified you should be, then there's awkward silence. Oh, yeah. Then you have to make her feel better. Oh, yeah. yeah. Have you ever had that happen? Oh, my goodness. Where you're like, yeah. Oh, so God. now you have to now put yeah. your shingle out for that person. Yeah. yeah, now I'm still in shame, and I'm one less friend down. I'm like, and you're gone. <laughs> the friend who responds with sympathy, I feel so sorry for you, rather than empathy. I get it. I feel with you, and I've been there. If you want to see a shame cyclone turn deadly, throw one of these at it. Oh, you poor thing. Yes. Or the incredibly passive-aggressive southern version of sympathy. I love this. Bless your heart. Yes. That just make, that gives me the shivers when you say that. That's yes. like, I'm fixing to tear you down and God is on my side. Yeah. It is the worst. We've all been there. The friend who needs you to be the pillar of worthiness and authenticity, she can't help because she's too disappointed in your imperfections because you've let her down. Yes. Painful. The friend who is so uncomfortable with vulnerability that she scolds, how did you let this happen? The friend who is all about making it better and out of her own discomfort refuses to acknowledge that you can actually be crazy and make terrible choices. You're exaggerating, the person says. It wasn't that bad. Right. Yes. And the friend who confuses connection with the opportunity to one-up you. Well, that's nothing. Listen to what happened to me. So when you open yourself up and you're vulnerable enough to share something that has shamed you, what are you really looking for? I'm looking for... I'm looking for the person who loves me, not despite my vulnerability and imperfection, but because of it. I'm looking for what I call my move-the-body friends. I'm looking for the folks who are going to show up and wade through the deep with me. Mm-hmm. And, and I think it's a myth that you should have more than one or two of those. You know, the TV commercials that show 15 of us laughing and doing that kind of stuff, uh-uh. uh-uh. you got one person in your life who you can call and say, I just told a bold-faced lie to someone I care about and I have no way to get out of it and I'm in a shame yeah. storm of epic proportion. You have one person that look at you and say, all right, let's do this thing. Mm-hmm. I'm with you. I've done it. Let's talk it through. You are so lucky. And if you have two or three, forget that Forget Lottery. 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 Yeah. And you know what we, what we all do, myself included, is we steamroll over those people to get the attention and appreciation of the people who will never show up for us like that. Wow. So, like, you know, you may be my best friend, and you might be all around me all the time, but those folks, those women at the mall that mm-hmm. I don't know, mm-hmm. they're the ones I'm really worried about. Yeah, trying to please or prove right. yourself to them. And you say, of course, we're all capable of being these friends. Yes. But especially if someone tells us a story that gets right up in our own shame, that's when, you're, that's when it hits the nerve, right? We're human, imperfect, and vulnerable. Yeah. Yes. Oh, that was... Whew really juicy human and imperfect (laughs) whoa right now i'm not sure that i am i don't know if i'm that vulnerable with anybody or maybe one person other than my spouse is um, my best friend i feel like we have an understanding that um i'm gonna die with your shit and you're gonna die with mine 
And if you air mine, we might kill each other. <laughs> because we really, really be talking and sharing a little bit too much. <laughs> but I, I feel like that's the only person I feel like I can be that way with. And she was saying, which friend are you or do you have a friend like that? And I feel like a lot of people um, that, I guess, in quotations, you call your friend. I'm not sure if I trust them enough with my shit like that because I don't know where their loyalty lies. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I could be wrong with that, you know what I mean? But um, if, if your loyalty does not lie with me, um, meaning that we've gone through some shit and we've, you know, had a friendship for a while and I trust you, you trust me, then I'm not sure that I'm going to be that open. Right. What are your thoughts? Because the trust has to be there, Yeah. You know, I've been up and down with this. You know, um, as many people know, this is Gigi the storyteller. And I grew up in Christianity and up in a church house. Uh, the church that I was in was very charismatic, and we had a thing called testimony service. And I used to be very just release everything and be very vulnerable because I I thought that I was among other people sharing and being vulnerable as well. But I, I learned that when you tell them what you used to do before the Lord say your soul, <laughs> they're going to start looking at you differently. You know, like Brienne Brown was speaking about, they're going to look at you differently. So I learned at an early age, in my early 20s, like, Monica, how do you 40? Yeah, 40 years ago, 40. I learned, yes, honey, I learned not to share with people, and I don't want to. Uh, I don't want any of that to happen again because people know, you know, the intimate stuff and some, you know, some real deep stuff about you. And um, I don't want sympathy. I just want you to listen. I just want you to listen. You know, but right. they take it, and and honey, then you it's all over the church. Did you hear testimony service, sister? Email, you know, and they're talking about you, and that's terrible. So I began to build walls. I did from my right. since uh, twenty two, started building walls all up until my thirties. And people, I would get into relationships, and they're like, "You have this wall. You have this wall." And I said, "Yes, I do." <laughs> So I didn't want to be vulnerable in, in, to no one, and I'm just now, you know, letting a little bit loose, and uh, only with certain people. Some knows everything, yeah. you know. They know I could cry at the drop of a hat, but I love the fact that I learned that being vulnerable doesn't mean that you're weak, and then being vulnerable doesn't mean that you have to feel ashamed once you release whatever you release. So that's what I have right. to say I, about that. I think that I think that sometimes I feel like, and you know, I'm on a, a different generation, but I feel like sometimes with the g- different generations, I don't think that they understand um, what loyalty is. I don't think they understand what um, trust and and not having secrets, but just just being able to just keep it things between you and you and that person, you know what I mean? Just like how we were talking earlier, you want to air everything on social media. And I feel like, you know, there's no understanding anymore between, you know, two people for you to be that open with anybody. I feel also that sometimes, you know, knowing that 
it, it, it's kind of scary because then you feel like, okay, let's say we're friends now, but if tomorrow I'm not, does that mean you're going to just air out all my dirty laundry? So then in the back of my head, I'm like, okay, well, I don't know if that's what you'll do. So I'm going to just keep it to myself. Hmm. I've had people, when we've had a fallout child, my name was, and several people, my name was mud, dirt all over from Instagram to Facebook, over there on Google, just everywhere, 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 because they're angry and they want to get me. And they, you know, they know that when, especially before, because I'm into marketing, okay, I'm in marketing and public relations. That's what I do outside of having these shows here on Blog Talk Radio. And I do other things with marketing. I give aid to small businesses, you know, giving them tips on some things they should do and things with their products. So they know this is this is where I work. And they came to my job and just shit it all over me from left to right to right to left. And I have to honestly say it has put a, uh, not a strain, but again, like at the top of the, the broadcast, it's the, it's kind of different. Each time it's different. It's like when you have a mate cheat on you, and even if you, ex, you know, you forgive them, but it's different. It's not going to be the same. And then you got that person that they do it again and again, and you over the top love them, and you allow them to continue to do that. And I could say for me, because I had someone cheat on me, and when they cheated on me, it destroyed that that specialness that we had. Yeah. You know, when when two people become one, and honey, when they did that, <clears throat> and the next time we tried to become one, it wasn't the same. So uh, when the when the lo- when the when the trust is broken and the loyalty is broken, and you don't trust them, so no, it's not going to be the same. And I'm not going to share with people who I know they're going to be some gossiping-ass bitches. So we have about two minutes left on the the show, Monica. So you want to bring us out and take us home? Um, Well, I think it was a great show. I I appreciate all the the intake, all the stories, all the everything that we shared. You know, it was a pretty – air, releasing air, woo moments for me and mm-hmm. hopefully, you know, for you guys listening and who joined in. If you guys just so happen to not have, you know, enough of me, then you can follow me on Instagram, which is Monica J dot, or no, Monica J M U A. And if you um, want to watch a YouTube video of mine, which I'll probably be dropping a new video tomorrow, so I do every Wednesday and, and Saturday, that is Monica space J underscore TV. That is where you can find me. And then if you just so happen to not have enough of, you know, the shows, the podcasts that you do here, the next show is Friday on Hot Words, Hot Topics at 5.30 p.m. It is on that Pacific Coast time, and it's poetry um, duet, and it's called Real Time, I mean, I'm sorry, Real Talk with um Yes, so that is the next show if you guys just are itching for another podcast show, another show from us. That is the next show. So I don't know, is there, is there any last thoughts before we go into 
some music. Just come back and check out Hot Words, Hot Topics on Blog Talk Radio and all the the podcasts all over. So it's really good. Facebook and Instagram to keep up what's going on on our next shows. Of course, we're every Tuesday we have a, a show broadcasting. So of course, please. Check us out on Spotify and listen to those replays and click, like, and share.